Welcome to Third Eye Podcast, the podcast that is dedicated to creating open dialogue and conversation regarding any and all difficult topics. I am your host, Marcus Callahan, and thank you all for joining me this evening. On this week's episode, I have a good friend of mine named Jordan Kelsey stopping by. We're going to go ahead and discuss our views on cancel culture. So without further ado, let's get right into it. Welcome to Third Eye Podcast, Jordan. What's up, man? Not man, been busy. Taking care of family, living out here in Kentucky. Yeah, man, it's uh how are things going out there? A lot better than being back in Delaware. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hear you. I hear you on that one, man. Um, were you? You guys were able to to find uh, work out there? Yeah, my girl got a transfer. For me, it was a whole other story. That's what I worked for the city of Louisville. Now being a leader, leader, so okay, okay. All right. Uh, so something that I've in our society and it has gotten worse over the years is cancel culture. And, and what I mean by that is something will, will happen or someone will say something. And then, you know, 10 years ago, mm-hmm. they said something. And then now that person's losing their whole livelihood over it. Yes. I necessarily think, well, I know it's not a good thing. <laughs> no, no. Because it's a person cannot grow and learn from their mistakes if you don't give them the chance to. That's my issue with cancel culture. That is a, a very good issue to have. Um, the reason why I say that is because it's, you're right. Everybody needs a chance to grow. Everybody needs a chance to learn from their mistake, right? And it just seems like it has progressively over the years just exponentially gotten worse and worse and worse. And yeah. it's gotten to the point where you can't have an opinion anymore. Oh, yeah, I I have noticed that. It's uh, granted in some instances, it has. Um, I I... go ahead. Some instances, it has. I I apologize. In some instances, it has brought to light some things that or has brought to light some people's character issues that mm-hmm. needed to have a light shown on 
which is understandable, which is good. But to sit there and add a stigma to everybody with it. That's um, it's a good thing you you brought up uh, uh, character flaw and whatnot. I mean, sometimes you you definitely you need that to be brought out to the light. On the flip side, I don't think you should just write someone off completely for that. Agreed. Agreed. So it's it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a growing pain. Yeah, absolutely. You know, me just doing this podcast, like I've gotten uh, comments and, you know, telling me that the things that I've talked about or some of my guests have said are, are offensive and they don't think I should have this platform. I'm not perfect. I'm going to make mistakes. I admit that. Of course. I mean, like I have told you, it's, sometimes uh, conversations get like one-sided. Said, you, you and, you know, that, that was very constructive criticism. You you didn't you didn't tell me to to stop talking about stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Just hit in your corner. You're a bad boy. <laughs> yeah, man. It, it's uh the, the the I think the thing that gives people uh it's like a false it's a power. It, they say whatever they want to say without the repercussions of someone punching them in the mouth. Yeah, it gives the internet trolls a chance to uh, have a soapbox and think that they're king of the castle for no reason whatsoever. I mean, I'm just giving an example, uh, using an example is the whole Mandalorian, <clears throat> excuse me, Dina Carano instance that's going on. She has a belief. She believes it. And she has been blown up. Her job is at stake. The next her next uh, possible show is also at stake. And her employer is trying to force an apology, a public apology on their behalf from her, stating that she um, does not speak for Disney or, you know, Lucas films and uh, she's wrong in her, her opinion and what she wants. And the fact that she's sticking by it makes me happy. Granted, I don't have the same viewpoints at her right. times. But the fact that she's sticking to her guns and she's calling out people sitting there saying, this is my opinion. You don't have to like it. You don't have to live by it, but it's my opinion. I wish more people would fight for that. Yeah, definitely. 
Um, <clears throat> uh, favorite examples of someone uh, being or trying to be canceled is um, Kevin Hart. You made some some comments about gay people way back when. He apologized for it back then, but you know it cost him uh, hosting the Oscars because he refused to apologize for it again. And I completely understood where he was coming from. And a lot of people, you know, buck, you know, back down and apologize again. But you know, he said what he said. He apologized for it way back when. <clears throat> There's no point in it up and trying to make sure that he can't work. Yeah, it's been to the point where internet trolls are messing with everybody's mind for no reason. You know, it's not just the internet trolls. Also, it's gotten so bad as to where you are now, you now can be fired, can be fired for posts that were back in, when you were back in high school, when you were nowhere near this company, you haven't even gotten a degree, you haven't even thought about, hey, this is what I want to do. We're just having fun. It's not right. It's not right whatsoever. Yeah, man. I I, I agree 100%. (laughs) I saw a post uh, the other day. Hey, it was a Black Lives Matter, and the person, like, they were trying to get them fired supporting Black Lives Matter. Which, I don't care how you, like, that's a stupid reason to try and get someone fired. (laughs) (laughs) It it is. (laughs) It really is. Uh, What's going on now with this cancel culture? Reminds me a lot of 1984 and uh, Fahrenheit 451. We are being so constricted with what we can and cannot do, not necessarily by the government, but by society, by societal norms, by people walking around daily. We are judged daily by how we look, how we act, what we eat, what we say. You know, being non-married and having kids, or being married and having no kids. You You know, how your house looks on the outside compared to what it might be on the inside. Everything's starting to become constricted. And with cancel culture, it just mm-hmm. is tightening its grip mm-hmm. on everything. And with what's going on, it reminds me a lot of those two books where you have people that are just don't mind their own business, say something, snitch, uh, make you out to be the bad guy. And be like, you know, this person said this, you know, they said this. They're a bad person. They're they're 
bad human being. Let me go tell her job. Mess with, I'm sorry, but you mess with my livelihood. I'm sorry. I'm going to take you out. Absolutely. I, I agree 100% with that, man. Um, on the flip side, do you do you instances where a person should be canceled? Yes. And you know, since we since you brought up this topic to me and said that hey, we're going to be doing this, you know, I was looking around, right, doing a little bit of research, and the one I would sit there and say would definitely would be would be Nick. Cannon. And the reason why is he made a justifiable, verifiable threat. And it wasn't a viewpoint as much as it was a threat. And he should have been canceled, but yet wasn't. He was retained because of what was going on within the moment. So you have people that keep their jobs because of what is going on in the moment and not for what they said compared to other people that you are trying to cancel for no reason besides it was their opinion. His wasn't an opinion. It was a threat. All right. One that I hate to say could be compared to um, back in the times of slavery, particularly slaves for World War II with the Nazis and whatnot. In a sense, you can't. And as we, you know, you may have listeners don't agree with me, but if you sit there and actually think about it and take a look into it, Hitler won chancellorship with an idea. With an idea, it grew into something more. Nick put out an idea. With that idea, with that idea, it grew, and people started getting on the bad mm-hmm. And it wasn't until that oh, somebody said no. Why? Why are you saying that? He wanted to issue an apology, and his apology wasn't heartfelt at all. It was very wishy-washy, and. Like, dude, you shouldn't have said that. Mm-hmm. But you're still sticking to your guns of that aspect of this is what this time means and calls for. No, you're wrong, bro. You're wrong. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I, I think in, in instances where, uh, Someone is trying to harm. Uh, yeah, you, you kind of deserve to be to be canceled. <laughs> I mean, for you, but to, to try and do, to try and do something. Yeah, yeah. What's up for you? What for you? What instance has that proven that that person?
you, uh, you cut out. Oh, I said for you, what what example or instance has come to you that a, a star or person saying something in a cancel culture needs to be canceled? You know, I can't really, really think of, of one off the top of my head right now. Because, I mean, mo- most most of these situations are, are real trivial. Like, they, um, and yeah, like, like you said, like, they'll say something in high school and then someone will... will Will destroy them for it. Um, but I, I think in any is trying to like physically cause harm or even like you said, even threaten someone. It, it, that's stepping over a line. And may, maybe you shouldn't be like canceled completely. But you definitely, definitely, there should be some type of, of uh, some type of punishment. <laughs> yeah. sure. So, oh man, I uh. I helped uh, get their car unstuck earlier today. Man, mm-hmm. like my my body is it's aching. <laughs> <laughs> you had to play big dog. I did, Super man. man. Like, like he he was just like, real <laughs> so I had to, I had to help push help push him out, man. It was it was crazy. Uh, uh, slipping and sliding like I was all covered in mud and it, it was <laughs> it was wild man <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so here's a question for you with the way that cancel culture is going mm-hmm. do you see being a father how do you see this playing out in the future for your kids, especially being multicultural? <laughs> you know, that's, that's something that, that I often think about. Um, it's tough, especially being being a father, because I know... Like, like my kids say dumb stuff <laughs> and I constantly have to be like, hey, like, <laughs> like chill out. <laughs> because you're gonna say that around them, it's gonna be over with. So mm-hmm. yeah, like I I I constantly think about that, man. Like what what'll happen like when there's uh in the future, you know, or 
God forbid they that they didn't do and and things like that. The way the way cancel the culture is going, like it's a So you cut out that last part. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, I was saying, yeah, it's a the way cancel culture is going. Like it's a it's a real concern. Um, what? How, how do you feel about it? Being that you that you only have a daughter, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the the world can be nasty. Uh, yeah, cancel culture. Uh, it, it's it's going to be nasty in particular because you see my daughter, you see me. My daughter, by no means, because she fit what I look like, skin tone and all. And I have a feeling that. You know, when she becomes of age, and if this is still prominent, you know, if she decides to get on Facebook or, they got if MySpace comes back, or, you know, Twitter, Instagram, all this, it's, it's going to be very, very rough for her, mm-hmm. especially early, because she's not going to understand And who knows, by that time that she is old enough, you know, in grade school, high school, to see these things and understand them, where society will be, where this cancel culture will be, whether it will have died off, which I don't see happening that soon, or if it's just running rampant. And it's caused a series of potential law changes or you know changes within society itself that has caused walls because that's where I see it to be going you're, you're going to have a line here's this line you're either over here or over there and if you cross it there's no between. Yeah, <clears throat> I feel you on that. Um, cancer culture can uh, doesn't have to be on on a, on a large scale as far as celebrities and whatnot. Cancer culture can also so uh, within the community. Uh, I know this is something that I've I've experienced, um, but for you being in. Uh, interracial relationship. Have you ever come across an instance where someone in your life is trying to write you or your girl off because they don't agree with your relationship? Um, actually, it's happened several times, I'd have to say. Um, not so much family as it would be friends. Because uh, 
It's I have had friends that I've known for since I was back in high school, since I was back in Italy. Okay. And I would sit there and I'd talk with them and they would say something that was quite ignorant and had to deal with a particular topic of cancel culture. You know, a, a particular star saying this and then they go on a rampage and I'm like, oh, you do know that I am this and like this out of my race and we may not have the same particular views. I don't believe what that person said. I don't believe that person deserves to be canceled because of their views. But that's my opinion. And they've lost it. Because they think that I shouldn't be who I'm with, one. And two, how could I be so jaded and so um, small-minded to agree with this person that they believe I should be canceled? Is like because I have a worldly view, I'm just not small minded. And um, I have been dealing with things like that for a very long time, um, and never really family, it's always friends or so-called friends um yeah i <laughs> had a lot of people tell me that they don't agree with uh my relationship i've had some people on my wife's side of the family they they are like hardcore against interracial relationships so you know it's always fun when i get get to see them <laughs> <laughs> hi ma, hi pa. I'm just gonna go stick here in the corner. Put the plate on the table, I'll be good. Yeah. Um so yeah, I I've never never been trying to write someone off for a specific view they have. Um if anything, I'd like to understand. I mean, I agree with it, but I at least like to understand it. Agreed. I think that's one thing that me and you have constantly uh, gotten along with is the fact that we're willing to listen to one each other's opinions, especially back at times that people. What did you say that last part? You cut out. So especially back at nights in DuPont. Oh, yeah. Good times, man. <laughs> Definitely some people that need to be canceled there. Uh, uh, yeah. We, we, we had some... Fun though. That is very true. Especially when we were working with stuff done. So, question for you. 
what do you think has been the biggest culture, culture, cancel culture movement that has been the most damaging? Hmm. The biggest movement that has been the most damaging. Ah, I would have to, me personally, I think cancer culture that's been the most damaging so far has to be between people who support Trump and people who do not support. It has, from what I've seen, it has torn families apart. Friends apart, marriages apart. Would you consider that? Could you I can't consider that cancel culture, or would you consider that opinionated? Uh, I. I mean, it it depends. Oh, so uh, so far as to like try and cut someone out of, out of your life just because they support Trump. Yeah, that, that's an instance of, of cancel culture. Um, but if you, if you say you don't agree with it or whatever, I think you can still be cordial with the person. You may not, you may not kick it 24 seven, but you can still be cordial. But lately, that that has to me has been one of the biggest instances of people trying to trying to cancel each other. What about you? I would have to say it's the Black Lives Matter and the Blue Lives Matter cancel culture. I think it's created okay. a, a rift between people that can potentially save your life, save your save you in that moment, be on your beck and call, yet you allow a particular movement the same an entire I'm not going to say lifestyle but an entire way of living for a whole bunch of families across the United States over a an incident now without going into specifics on the incident and whatnot. You have kids, children that want to grow up and be, you know, officers, emergency personnel. You know, they want, that's what they want to do. Mm -hmm. And you bash them. You hate on them. All the above. Because that's, you're allowing something that was a separate incident compared to their life. What they want to do. They're five, you know, 
three to six years old, three to ten years old. Why are you doing this with child? All you're doing is breeding that seed of hate and cancel culture within your child for no reason whatsoever besides your own. And it's something that needs to stop. They're young. They're developing. Let them be who they want to be. Yeah, man. Um, it's it's interesting that you bring that up, man. I I think think with that movement in general, it's a it's a tough tough spot to be in because emergency personnel, whether it's police, uh, security, you know, EMTs. Uh, whatever the case may be, essential part of society. Um, mm-hmm. And then I think when people see the, these, these, uh, you know, the knee-jerk reaction is to, you know, fuck all cops, you know, all cops are bastards or whatever. Yeah, it it breeds a, a culture of of hating that profession. And when kids see that, of course, it's going to affect how they view that profession. And if someone, a little kid, has you know, wants to be that profession, he's hearing is, you know, cops are bad, cops are this, cops are you know whatever. Then, yeah, it's it's the way he views it, what he thinks. Now, cops are not perfect. Nobody is. judge a whole community off of a few incidents. Mm-hmm. It's not to say those incidents weren't big. They were. Right, but absolutely. As a whole, absolutely. As, as a whole, you're damning the entire profession, a set of people. You're putting them in a box. And then that box continually gets smaller. Eventually, it's going to get overpouring and bad. So we can't do anything about it. So, I saw that you know, we were talking earlier about how cancel culture has gotten so bad and is affecting everything. Right, it's mm-hmm. gotten to the point <clears throat> where I want to say earlier this year, probably right before the whole Black Lives Matter thing happened, um, in California, all no, California and Illinois. California and Illinois, they are now instituting mandatory um, uh, LGBTQ studies and activities hmm. for kids between uh, four grades between uh, second grade and I think high school uh, up to, to fifth grade. 
And then shortly there followed, after the Otter's Matter movement, Chicago was on a on a way to uh, banning all history in schools. The only thing that would be taught in school is black history. That's it. That's the only history that matters. The governor and the mayor, you the city mayor and uh, the governor were in on Why are you doing this to kids? Why are you going ahead and trying to implant that seed inside the kids without allowing them to hear that stuff out themselves? You're trying to control, manipulate, and force our young into not being able to essentially decide for themselves. Be free spirited. Right. You want to make sure that you Locking down and controlling everything before he can take off. It's a scary, scary thing. I <sighs> seriously thought about yeah, schooling my daughter when it comes time. That's, uh, that's... Yeah, man, that's a that's a scary thought. I have, you know, I've always wanted to homeschool uh, my kids and then COVID happened and they had to be, and I think it's only like really solidified for me that I I don't want them in, in that environment. Uh, <laughs> uh, you, sh- you, sh- you should not be trying to manipulate and control children like that. I... You should definitely learn, uh, you know, black history. I'm, but it's not the only thing you should have to learn. Do I think like that so, uh, much, so much history, so much, so many important things that have happened that you you should know about? True. True. And not not just. <laughs> Agree, agree. Uh, I think don't sugarcoat the history. It's a nitty gritty. There's multiple hands in the pot. Mm-hmm. Understand. Don't just sit there and say that. Oh, king, this is what it was. This is how it happened. This is what's continued. No, hold on. This is what it was, but it was. These are the factors. Yeah, man. Absolutely. If we don't know all we can, we're doomed to repeat it. Yeah, um, I had a question for you, man, and like it just went. My mind just went blank. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what was I about to ask you, man? Gotta love how that happens. 
I, hopefully I remember. Um, <laughs> when, when you were doing your, uh, your research, um, did you come across any like uh, more cases of, of cancel culture that, that caught your eye? Um, like I said, the Mandalorian, which you didn't know. Um, also another recent one has been, um, Matthew McConaughey. Uh, he does a podcast and I want to say it was between him and Russell Brand talking about cancel culture and how toxic it, it mm-hmm. is and how it's on the rise. And people are trying to cancel his podcast because he called, he, he spoke genuinely, openly, but because people didn't like what he was saying and how he wasn't agreeing with things, it's that people are trying to get his podcast canceled. And he had to come out and I'm not going to say he had an apology, but from what I read, he stated that, you know, he's talking with everybody. Like, uh, I think it's Emmanuel Ocho, uh, Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man. Mm-hmm. Emmanuel Ocho, I yeah. think it is. Some of those are very, very interesting. Some of those episodes are very, very and that's what, in a sense, McConaughey was trying to do, but he's talking with stars, you know, Hollywood stars and whatnot. And you just, you see people just, you know, hey, here's have some candy. Take one. You know, it's an open bowl, and they're just grabbing a handful and running away. You know, the right. next one I would say would be um, what's your name? The the actress that played um, Black Panther's sister came out and had a video on why she is against vaccinations. She's an anti-vaxxer. And she was just getting blown up and then Don Cheeto got blown up because you know he hadn't seen what she put and then he sits there and he tells the community, Don't worry, I'm gonna handle my sister we'll get this great the you know we'll get this uh, handled. It's not your job to get a handle, it's her opinion. Leave her alone. It's as simple as that. Right. Yeah man. I agree. That's uh <clears throat> Yeah, man, it's it's not it's not your job. <laughs> Everybody is entitled no. to their opinion. Um, you you may not like their opinion, but everybody is entitled to it. Uh, you gotta let people have their opinions. Um, it's one thing to 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 chat with someone and try to educate them and try to destroy someone's livelihood because you don't agree with them. Yeah. Straight up, it's not right whatsoever. It's it sucks that you know, as a society, that's that's where we're at, and 
and it, it seems like it's only um ho hopefully hopefully get past this uh cancel culture and actually start talking to each other and like just have basic respect for for someone i mean like i said you don't have to like someone's opinion your way to to destroy them and make their life harder because you don't agree with them i think that's so stupid true that's very true the only way i see that happening is if people set aside their Since I don't own convictions, allow a person to talk, actually listen, and then when it comes time for you to give a response, make sure that response is intelligible, not just coming from a place of you're wrong, you're They just gave you their opinion. They just gave you, you know, reasons and gave some facts. Take that in. Process it. If you actually want to talk about it, if you actually want to counteract it, if you actually want to debate about it, do so in a professional manner, in a friendly manner, not necessarily in a way that you want to defame or destroy somebody's life just because you're ass hurt. <laughs> I haven't heard that term in a long time, ass hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I use it a lot. Well, uh, Jordan, I really do appreciate you coming on to my podcast and talking to me about this subject. Um, and I'd love to have you on for more episodes, man. I, I really enjoy talking to you. Bro, I miss you, man. It's, I do appreciate the chance to actually talk to you on the podcast. And, you know, just talking to you in general. It's always a good time. You know, it's good to have a little banter back and forth. I mean, considering this time we both agreed, you know, but right. you know, you're a person that is very open-minded. You know, it's good to actually have a friend like you. And you're doing big things. Podcast is really good, bro. Thank you, man. I, I really do appreciate that. Um, yeah, I'd love to have you on for more episodes. And as soon as, as soon as COVID's over, man, like I would, I would love you, man, because, <laughs> like, like you say, yeah, it, it's very enjoyable talking to you, and like it's, it's just real, and and you are real. <laughs> <laughs> I try to be as much as possible. 
you know, when this whole COVID thing goes over, uh, I hope it's come up here to Kentucky. We go to a place called Foam Foam Wars up here. It's a, uh, a Nerf Nerf place. Nothing but Nerf guns, walls, everything. Exercise the demons. Good man, that sounds good. Uh, but on that note, man, I'm gonna go ahead and end this episode. Uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you for coming on, man. Uh, we we got to do it again soon. Oh yeah, thank you, thank you very much. No problem, man. Uh, all right. Uh, hit you up in a little bit. All right, man. All right, bro. I'll talk to you later. All right, man. Have a good night. You too. Bye. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you again for listening to another episode of Third Eye Podcast. Thank you for your continued support. Another special shout out to Jordan Kelsey for coming on. I really do appreciate, man, and I hope we can do it again soon. Uh, I hope you all have a wonderful holidays. Um, by the time you listen to this, uh, the holidays will have passed or Christmas will have passed. Um, but I hope you guys have a happy holidays. Um, and I probably won't be putting out another episode until mid-January. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, yeah. I love you guys all. There's nothing you can do about it. Remember, be kind to one another and love each other. Have a good night.